This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Mark Ebinger and Genevieve Sims. Now, here's Mark. Okay, <laughs> welcome to Let's Talk Business, a show that highlights and promotes entrepreneurs to learn more about their vision, goals, and marketing strategy. Today's show is going to be quite interesting on, right, Keaton? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Exactly. Tell them why this one's going to be different. Well, this one's cool because we're going to be asking Mark the questions. That's lost, right. Totally You're lost in the control. hot seat, sir. <laughs> I'm in the hot seat. Okay. You know what? Bring it. <laughs> it's all good. He's saying challenge accepted. Yep. I love it. Challenge I love accepted. it. All right. Hey, I've... I mean, I've been on the other side of those murder uh, those murder trials where I'm the, the cop giving the testimony. I'm right. grilled by the, the defense attorney or whatever. So it's like, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> so this should be no problem. No. It's going to be easy. You're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm not saying I'm cocky, but I'm a little cocky. <laughs> <laughs> well, for uh, those of you who haven't ever no. met Mark before. No. <laughs> Actually, I'm not prepared. So let's go. You look nice, by the way. Hey, man. thanks. Always so do y'all. I love it. Red's my favorite color. Thank yeah. you. Yes, I love red. She always gets the best dressed award. Here. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. No matter what I we try. do. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing to be known for. Thank you. So, Mark, you want to tell us a little bit about what you do when you're not over here helping us all at, at the podcast studio? Yeah, so I run a virtual staffing company, which uh, I kind of fell into uh, a little bit on accident. Um, I needed to hire people, and hiring people is expensive. And there's so many rules and regulations and all the stuff that you know, being a business attorney, uh, that is just complicated. And plus, it's expensive. And I'm like, I can't really do that. So how do I do this different? And then I stumbled across uh, hiring out of the Philippines, uh, virtual assistants. Pretty much whatever could be done remotely, they can do it. They're very skilled and you name it. I mean, they're, it's a regular country like any country. So they're going to have people to do all different kinds of things. So I was like, what do I need help with? So I started hiring where I needed help. And then I'm like, well, this really works well. And I kind of got addicted to it. I started hiring <laughs> and hiring. I probably hired too many at one point, but it was like I'm filling all these roles. So but, when you say that you're filling these roles or that you're, you know, you're, you're needing somebody for a specific job, what does that mean? Are you able to find, you know, if you're looking for somebody to help edit content, are you able to find somebody that specifically does that? Well, where I started was I needed to fund my show, right? I needed to have somebody go out and find people that would come on the show and ultimately buy the video package, right? Because that helps fund the show. And it, it's a great way for me to meet people, right? Whether it's plumbers, electricians, company, you know, whatever the business is, um, I get to bring them in, have an, uh, an interview, and they get to go away with the content. But I needed to do the outreach. But I'm busy kind of running everything I need to sure. run. And I don't really like making cold calls. So I found somebody that could actually do the outreach for me and then start booking shows. So she, I got the role I filled her with, she paid for herself in the first 30 days. She 3X'd her, her salary. So I was like, I can do this, right? Because yeah. when you can hire somebody that can immediately do a, an ROI, then you can keep doing that. So that was my first goal. And then I moved into other things like graphic design, social media, stuff like that. It was just how do I make the show bigger and better and more streamlined and not overwhelming for me. Sure. And then I was like, I started getting the hang of it, and I was spending more time hiring. And then I I started doing social media for other people, so I started hiring more social media people. And that's just kind of how it grew. And then we started doing more things based on what people's needs were. Um, but, yeah, if somebody comes to me and says they need something done, then, okay, I want to understand what it is that they need done. 
and then we outsource for that. We go out and recruit specifically for that. It's a very custom operation. Well, that's what I was going to ask next is what is that, you know, what does that process look by which you're taking in applicants and filtering them out and, and, you know, finding the perfect fit for somebody in their specific role? Well, knowing what you guys want to start with is super important. And then now we actually do skill testing all along the way. And one of those is a cultural test which you didn't take when you became one of my clients, but we're doing that now is to understand what kind of company do you want to build? What oh, kind I love of people that. do you want there? Because when you can hire for culture, then you're going to get a good fit, which you can always train, right? As long as you find a skilled person in that role and they fit well with what you're doing, oh my gosh, they're going to be around for a long time and they're really going to help you know, your company grow in the right direction and it, you're going to have less hostility or less conflict uh, amongst your folks. Um, so skill testing is super important, but understanding culturally where you're at is important, too. So we're doing that now. And then uh, if you're like, well, I need somebody who can speak Spanish, we're doing Spanish now. That's the newest edition. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're this is brand new, my first one that we're doing now. Um, we're looking primarily out of Mexico, but we're really kind of open to pretty much anything, you know, south of the United States where they can speak Spanish. And uh, and then we just find the right person that can fill that role that. at that price point mm -hmm. because that ultimately is what makes it so attractive is the ability to be bilingual but also to come in at a price that's affordable mm -hmm. without all the red tape and that's what we do and our service is so different than other ones that I've seen out there in that everybody's going to say that ours is better but I can articulate why ours is better um, because a lot of stuff that people are doing are just resume matching sure and they throw you to the wolves on that and you're like i had i was talking to a guy he multiple interviews and he's like i'm not getting anywhere i'm like well they're not really taking the time to match but he's not paying a hiring fee i charge a hiring fee and he's like oh i understand now why you're charging the hiring fee so it's all about saving you guys a lot of time and headache and coming to it with the proper skill set so that you can actually get what you want sure absolutely and one thing that i think you touched on a super duper important is culture I mean, nowadays, to me, that's the most important thing. Can you fit in with me and my team and what we're doing? Because if you can, we can do whatever we want. We can make whatever we want happen. Um, and my VA specifically, she fits right in. She, I get along. I can give her a call and we can just talk about life or whatever, ask her what's going on. She'll ask me the same. It's awesome. Um, but, but at the end of the day, too, she can do whatever I need her to do. It's so awesome because... The way that I work with my VA is I have, um, I'll create videos for any type of task that I want to do and I save it to an archive. It's there forever. And so now my pro I'm, she's helping me develop my process for future people, for more employees at some point in time as well. And it's just been so fantastic because she fits in culturally, but also she can adapt and take on whatever tasks I need her to take on. That's the beauty of executive assistants. When you find the good ones and they can level you up and it's like having that right hand person. You know what I mean? It's it's not a wife or it's not a spouse, but it's it sure feels like it sometimes, <laughs> right? Because it's like, hey, I need this done. You know what I mean? And even my wife, Jennifer, she is learning how to leverage VAs quite a bit. It's a different way of thinking. Right. It's like, well, rather than her spending time to do something, to understand what you want done and then just have the VA who already has the skill set to go and do that for you. It's so empowering. And you can move faster and then your mental bandwidth can focus on where you need to be focused on. Exactly. For any business owners, you're able to scale faster because now you have a good team. And I think what sets you apart from everybody else that does this is that you are a master networker. So you're good at reading people. And so when you're matching up, 
your VAs to these business owners, you already have somebody in mind and you kind of know who's going to fit well with their culture and with their brand because you've already know how to um, really leverage those conversations to make it worthwhile and to make sure that you are providing the services before they even ask you for it because you know them so well. You know what their company needs. And that's a good point on coaching somebody who's looking to hire because sometimes I don't know what I, I don't know what I need. I know mm-hmm. I need help. Right. I know I'm upside down, um, but I don't know how all this works. So I've heard that quite a few times and we're able to come in and really kind of coach them and understanding what they can get. I was talking to a guy and he used another company and he gave me like three pages of stuff. He's looking for one VA to do. And I'm like, <laughs> you weren't coached right. on how to do this. So that's right. why you're not getting the responses that you're looking for and you're struggling where you're at because you need to understand what your limitations are, what the human limitations are when right. it comes to mm-hmm. skill sets. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I think what, what you said, Mark, you're great because you care too. I mean, you come to me afterwards saying, hey, look, how's everything going? You know, you also, your whole team has another training sessions that they meet every week. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's important that, so employee mindset folks, like our executive assistants, when we hire them, they're not entrepreneurs. And entrepreneurs tend to think like entrepreneurs. We're like, oh, well, just point in the direction and I'm going. It's like, that's not how employees work. They need structure. They need reassurance. They need guidance. They need training. They need accountability. That's a great point. And Absolutely. I forget about that all the time. I'm like, hey, yes, I just, I just do it. Why don't, why don't you just do it? Why don't you just do it on right. your own or like right. without me having to tell you? But you're right. That's, I feel like that's what separates, you know, some people. Yeah, it's, it's a different mindset, and they're not – you don't want that kind of mindset anyway. You don't want to hire an entrepreneur. Yeah. You may think you do because you're thinking like that, but you don't because they're going to cause problems. What right. you need are people that can execute what you have set out to be executed on. Mm-hmm. Go do this. Do it. I'm not asking for you to get all creative and, salt and do this way outside of what I'm trying to do here. I need you to go from A to B to C to D, not A to D to B to D. You That's know what I mean? It's point. like you're just all over the map. Absolutely. So, but in order to accomplish that, there has to be structure in place, and it's ongoing structure, which is why we provide those HR services ongoing. They're clocking in, they're clocking out, we know what they're doing, they have an end-of-day report. We understand what's going on in that world, and if they're feeling overwhelmed, the VA is feeling overwhelmed by the tasks, the expectations set on them, they have somebody they can talk to, so we can then mediate that quickly to help the client understand, hey, you're asking for too much too fast or whatever. We can help save that relationship because that's the biggest thing is that <laughs> mindset. Yeah, absolutely. They think that one person can do it all mm-hmm. and, of, you know, for a certain price only, right? But Yeah, I'm paying for eight hours. Why exactly. Can't, like, that, people <laughs> don't work that way. a lot way. in eight right. hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and as an entrepreneur, as a DIY, do-everything person, right? It's like, well, sh- I've done it all. Uh-huh. I know right. it's possible to do it all, but... That's not how these folks are thinking. They're employees. They like that structure. They, they want it. What is my tasks? And they want to go do their tasks. And they want to have their personal life. You know what right. I mean? They want to get off early. You know, it's like it's a different mindset. And, and we help our clients understand that so that they can be framed properly on their expectations about what the VA is going to be able to do. So I think that's a, a big part of our service. Uh, that helps things be successful. Well, it's huge. And I know that sometimes um, I'll, I'll assign my VA a project and 
maybe she doesn't know the exact way to execute on it yet. And I maybe I haven't given good enough instructions for her to do that, which <clears throat> that's on me, right? But she can leverage your group and she can go back to the other pool of VAs and say, hey, look, this is the issue that I'm confronting. Can you help me figure it out? And that's I think it's fantastic because they're there to do it. And she comes back to me with a solution. Yeah, that's very much the team concept that we have laid out so that they're not in isolation. I think that's why a lot of VA services will fail mm -hmm. is because their executive assistant or their whoever is in isolation by themselves and they don't feel like they're connected to anything. So where am I going to get help? And they don't want to ask the client because the client is busy. Their boss is busy. And what if their boss is cranky? <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it, that pushes them even further. Right. So they become even more and more isolated till ultimately they just ghost them and then they just go find a different job someplace else. Oh, so that network is huge. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a situational awareness is what I call it. You know, as entrepreneurs, we don't yeah. have it. I didn't have it. I had to figure it out as I went along. So I made a whole lot of mistakes when I was hiring and, and learning to, you know, I, I mean, I worked with my VA side by side with Almira. It was I mean, we met every day, twice a day, and we're, I was available throughout the day to help that thing going. But that was for a good, solid, probably six, eight months of every day until she started running my meetings. And now she's my right-hand person. There's a pretty good-sized chunk of my business that runs without me there now. It's all... Uh, Boy, that sounds nice. Virtual assistance, yeah. But it takes work to get there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you're a partner in a law firm... You know, and, and you have other responsibilities, but it's you had to do everything until you have to do less and less and less. You just put those right pieces in place, mm -hmm. man. Build that organization. To me, that's the fun. Right. I Absolutely. had a job before I did this. I mean, I was making six figures and very comfortable to have to do a whole lot. I was the employee, but I wanted to go build something. And uh, but that takes a different mindset mm -hmm. and help and lots of help. Yeah. Absolutely. So when some of these business owners are coming to you and they're talking for the first time, they're saying, hey, look, I might be interested in um, getting a VA. What are some of the biggest fears that you address or help them overcome when uh, when deciding whether or not to hire a VA? Number one thing is their ability to speak and communicate, uh, you know, communicate, understand English language. Okay. They're, first of all, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you know, as really anybody, we don't want to be frustrated by the process, right? If I hire somebody and I can't understand what they're saying, and I'm not confident that they understand what I'm trying to tell them, then it's going to create more problems that I'm trying to solve. So that's where we start, is that English language, is making sure that they'll be able to communicate well. They're involved in that process so that they know... Involved in what process? The selection process okay. of their VA. So then they're like, okay, they're able to ask complicated questions, maybe uh, problem-solution type scenarios. How are they dealing with it? Are they comprehending the question that the client is asking them, and then what do they do with that? Do they come up with a solution? Uh, so communication, is that's the number one thing. We've all been on hold or we've all been tried to deal with customer service, and we're more frustrated by that process than if than the whole whatever the initial problem was that we're trying to solve because of that English communication is just not there. So that's where we start. That's like our entry level. We're okay. not going to hire anybody who you can't communicate well with. And you're a part of that. So it's not just, I may be able to communicate with them and tolerate certain things, but you may not be able to. You may want it like like a 10 out of a 10. And sure. I may be okay with 8 out of a 10. Sure. You know what I mean? So you're involved in that process. As well, well, and it probably depends on what you plan to use your VA for, I would imagine. Um, well, you have to be able to communicate no matter what. So even if it's graphic design, you have to be able oh, to communicate yeah. 
what your uh, vision what is you're looking and make for. sure they understand it. And then when you go in and correct it and you say, hey, that's not what I'm looking for. I, I, I don't I want it in all caps, but not the all caps, all caps, but the all caps and the smaller <laughs> the small caps. all caps. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, but do they understand what you're saying? Sure. You yeah. know, it's it's like, you know, and it's not this blue, it's this blue. And so it, it can be uh, a problematic um, it, at any stage. So clear communication is super important. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you need a coder, a web page coder, right, and they're an expert at what they do and it's communications minimal, maybe you need a seven out of a ten. Sure. You know, you could get by with that. But everybody has that individual decision as we're going through the process because, you know, you guys are seriously involved in the process. To me, that's the way I would want it. And that's how I built the company is it, it, it's like they're servicing me because I'm a product of the company. Well, Absolutely. have you ever encountered a situation where the language barrier did create um, that miscommunication? Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely learned the hard way. When I'm f- first hiring and I didn't have anybody really teaching me how to do this i would hire probably like a six out of a ten and figure why i this was a good real nice person and this is where i was missing the mark where i learned to hire for culture because you really have to understand and skill test just because somebody i know we're on a rabbit trail here but just because somebody says that they can be an executive assistant doesn't mean they can actually do that job yes they believe they can, and they'll figure they'll OJT it, and I've done it for six months, and blah, 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 but I'm going to say I did it for two years. You know, it's like we skill test now uh, for that. We, we can skill test for language. Of course, no matter what, even executive assistant has its own skill test. Our test battery is over 400 tests we can, we can give um, to make sure that they actually can do what they say they're going to do, and a screenshot some while they're taking the test so we know it's them that's taking the test. Very, very high level, but the the cultural fit, the language fit, and the actual skill testing is super huge. And I'm the kind of person that um, I will give you the benefit of the doubt, and I'm, I like to be liked. I'm agreeable. So I would tend to hire a little fast sometimes. Okay. Oh, I like this, which is great, and then it turned into a total disaster. <laughs> so I, I did. I learned the hard way on making sure that I can help protect my clients from that because they'd be like, oh, yeah, this one sounds great or whatever. Yeah, but... She scored a 63 on the executive assistant test. It's like, that's a red flag. You know what I mean? Just, and and she's got a 44 a on culture. System. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's how easy it is. We can break that down further, but we, we tell them, hey, here's the audio file so we know that it, you can hear. Is this somebody I can understand? I know you've been through that process. And then here's your skill testing. So, and we're testing culture and we're testing whatever executive assistant and we're testing language or whatever. So you know you're not wasting your time on somebody. Um, and most places are not doing that. They're doing um, their resume. Ch- uh, sure. And that, to me, ch- it just doesn't work. No, I mean, you got to either do. Wasted. Absolutely. You got you to gotta skill test and then just spend time with the person, too, because you'll figure out so much more than you will just looking at a resume. I and mean, I guess they'll give you a, you know, a basic understanding, but um, truly knowing if they're going to be able to do the tasks that they say they're going to be able to do in their resume is huge. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. Sometimes you just, you, no matter what you do, you're not going to know for sure until you start working together, mm-hmm. which is why we do that rehire guarantee so that if it, if the bottom falls out in the first 30 days, then we'll do the rehire for you automatically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. There's no risk. And not only that, but if it doesn't work for whatever reason, then we'll give you your money back. Because, again, it's like, what would I want? Sure. It's like, you know, okay, Mark, this you can't find who I'm looking for. It's like, and, and I'm tired of the process. I'm worn out. I don't believe it's, this is going to work. 
and we refund the money. Oh. There's no loss. Mm-hmm. No risk at all. No. I love it. Well, that's how I would want it. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's and that goes back to why just that your your service is 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 awesome. And you, you you'll come to me and you'll ask me how things are going and are there are there different ways that we can uh that we can uh, take or, or opportunities we can open up for your VA to do even more for you. And that's just what I love. And you've helped me do that. You've helped me expand my VA's role so that it takes more time off of the things that I don't want to do. And she can handle those things um, and give me more time to free up on the things that I one want to do and one that only I should be doing anyway. Well, when you understand leverage, like I've really kind of come to understand, and I'm always learning, but it's addicting. Because you can do so much. You find the right people. I've got such a good crew around me. It's super empowering. I was out sick for a week. My machine ran just fine. Oh, you know, that's my nice. exa- you know, Leslie, she handles all my uh-huh. all my appointments. Like I was telling her day by day, okay, I have to we have to reschedule all these. Because I didn't want to reschedule the appointments if I didn't have to. Sure. Right. Um, and she would just get on it and make sure they would just go away off the calendar and then reappear <laughs> somewhere else. It's like it's like magic, you know what I mean? But when you have somebody who knows your business and, and they have a feel for what you want and don't want, it's just amazing. And it's, it is, it's addi- for me, it's very addicting. <laughs> right, right. You know? Well, what are some misconceptions of hiring a VA, a uh, virtual, um, um, out of country that so, you have heard about? So the, probably the biggest negative vibe that will come is, how can you pay somebody X amount of dollars, right? That's not a living wage in the United States. It's, it's, a, it's an objection that people will have. It's a, it's a mental one or it's an emotional one. They'll be like, you know, how dare you only pay somebody, you know, $4 an hour or $5 an hour or $3 an hour or whatever it is. And then, of course, the agency has to make the money the agency's making, right? Because we got stuff we're doing on our side. So I have had those tough questions where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, well, how do you, how do you get past that? It's like, look, first of all, I work with these folks day in and day out for over a year now. And I understand what their living conditions are, what the livable wage is over there, and what they want and what makes them happy. And where they feel like they've got something. They, they love to come to work because they love the people that they're working with. We treat them extremely well. Not that we have the most benefits, right? We don't have like dental plans and all kind of weird stuff yet, maybe down the road. Sure. But they are they're respected. They have challenging opportunities. They have each other. You know, it's a great environment. Um, and they're making a wage that is competitive in their market. So they have a good job, and they're competitive, and they're bringing home a wage that pays for the bills so that they can live the life that they're looking to live. Now, <clears throat> it wouldn't work if I'm going to pay you $4,000 a month. Uh, it's like I can't afford that. It, it becomes where it's not competitive anymore. Right. Not only that, but it's ridiculous in that economy. If somebody's making four grand a month doing executive assistant work, that's like crazy money there, right? I mean, you're, you're living in the Stone Oak, in gated community, <laughs> on the golf course. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a completely different ballgame. So it's like we have to compare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to compare, you know, apples to apples. So that's how I've been through that conversation a couple of times where – um, because I have to be okay with that too, right? So where I don't feel like I'm taking right. advantage of somebody, and I don't. I'm providing advantage to somebody, Absolutely. and that's how I look at it, and that's how I approach it. So that's probably like a, the biggest uh, thing. And then I think where other people get lost is in this mindset of I'm an entrepreneur. They should be able to. I'm a, and I've heard this. I'm hiring for eight hours of work. I, I, 
I want all of this stuff. It's like, well, wait a second. That's right. not how employees <laughs> think. Reality. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to kind of bring that reality in. So that's usually, you know, a mindset thing. Um, and then the other one is, can I fill their day up? What am I going to fill their day up with? Mm-hmm. And as long as the client is committed to the process of growing that VA position, we're going to be fine. Well, and I'll be honest, that was my biggest struggle to begin with was filling the day up. I, um, and, but it was a me thing because the second that I took the time, it was actually over Christmas break. It was great. Uh, the second I took the time to actually sit down and, and, and lay out all the things that I do every day, all the things that I don't want to do, all the things that somebody else could do, and then make a video, which is just primarily the way that I do this, make a video or some sort of step-by-step procedure to get these tasks done. Um, I was able to probably more than fill up the day now. It, wow. it probably is is getting on the verge of being too much. But um, but yeah, I, I went from being like, oh, what am I gonna, what, you know, what task can I give them to, just being like, well, now you have a lot. Yeah, a lot that's going a great on. point that you brought that up because a lot of entrepreneurs would be thinking that too. Because most of the time, you know, as a business owner myself, I'm trying to make sure I get through all my tasks, mm-hmm. but now I got to create another task right. for somebody else and another task. And I've got my designers and the project managers, they're doing their thing, but we also need our lead generator, our sales team. And so as a business owner, like you said, it's that restructure of that mindset to be able to leverage um, your resources. And that's the stuff that will allow you to scale to the next level. And that's the service that you're bringing, which will save business owners so much time but at the beginning is that reframing mindset. Yeah. And what's cool about it is it helps you learn a lot about your business. You know, mm-hmm. you really have to break each step down for whatever project, whatever type of deal that you do and you learn. And you, sometimes you'd be like, why am I doing that that way? <laughs> right? That's so not efficient at all. <laughs> and so it was really cool because I'd be like, well, I could skip that step or I could modify this step and make it better. But mm-hmm. I, I think that for every 20 minutes I've put into developing procedures and, and, and the videos that I've been talking about, I probably get an hour back. That's so awesome. at the end of the day, I think that that's super worth it. Yeah. And you're yeah. in that time for money mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. That's what attorneys do. So th- to me, that's exciting. When we talked about getting a VA for you, it's like, you know, you're turning a lot less, you know, if, if you can outsource stuff and it can help you move your billable hours forward. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to me that's super attractive. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's been it's been great, and even just taking care of a lot of the admin stuff because, you know, as being a um, a partner, there's a ton of admin stuff. I'm, I mean, I mean, honestly, the legal stuff, the legal work that I do doesn't even. It's probably half and half because you got to run the business, and then you also got to do the legal work. So, um, so yeah, just helping with the admin um, side of the things too has, has been huge. Well, how did how was it for you, Keaton, when you had to? Um, in a sense, give up some of that authority and some of that, um, some of those responsibilities, and to be able to delegate it. I know for a lot of business owners, that's tough. You, you, you know, know especially what? Especially for a DIY, right? Because we're like, we could do it, right. but at the same time, you, you got to let go. Right. <laughs> you know what's so funny is that throughout this process, I have not had a problem with that at all. That's good. I, I'm, that's good. I want my staff to feel as though they have the power to go and make those decisions on their own without me. And if they do something wrong, I'll say wrong, but if they, maybe they take a step that I wouldn't have taken, or maybe they do something um, just a little bit different than I would have done it, I, I, it's okay. Right. It's okay because you know what? Thanks for taking the step. 
Thanks for doing that. Absolutely. And we're going to fix things. I can fix I can fix anything. So we're going to be okay. Go ahead, you know, make that step. Answer that call. Answer that email or, you know, do that task without me. It's okay. And then we'll learn from it if something goes wrong. So for me, it was actually felt great to give up some of those, yeah, those tasks. But I do know that there's I've, you know, I've spoke with a lot of entrepreneurs who are like, oh, well, I, I do it the best. Right. And you're probably right. Right. But the thing is, at the end of the day, if you want to if you want to grow, you got to you got to let somebody else take the reins. And sometimes you'll find they do it better. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm always open for that. I love delegating it out. Mm -hmm. If I don't have to do it, that's even better for me. But I've met business owners and I've sat down and when I'm doing their creative briefs for the marketing session, a lot of them are like, nobody else can do it but me. Right. Like, ooh, <laughs> that's going to be really hard to scale. Uh -huh. Where do you see your business five, ten years from now if you, like you said, you know, when you have to take a sick day or, hey, you know, one of the best things about having your own business is be able to make your schedule so you can spend more time with your family. Mm -hmm. But if you're having to do the little minute task of admins and sales calls and all that stuff, you're losing a lot of time. And it's really at that point, is it worth going into business? Right. So I love the service that you're providing and being so thorough about it with the skill set and the matching and also really knowing your clientele. So before you even um, set them up with the VA, really understanding what their company needs, mm -hmm. what their brand culture is all about, and then getting the process started from that point. Yeah, it's a fun process. And, you know, I'm a, a big fan of scaling and leveraging because that's that's how we can live the life really that we want. Even you know, it, it, if I'm an attorney charging five hundred dollars an hour, right? It, say it, I don't know if that where that is in the scale, but let's say that sounds pretty dang good to me. That's like really experienced. There's only so many hours in a day right. that you can do. Absolutely. Whereas, like in my business right now, I have a, my recruiter that. When I bring a client in, I understand what their needs are, and I pass it on to her, and she takes it from there. It's off of my plate now. My time is mine again because I'm in sales, basically, right? Sales and customer relations. But um, that's the highest and best use of my time right yep. there. Absolutely. Um, and I can continue because she's so awesome, Abby is her name, at doing the recruiting that when we get busy enough, we can hire another recruiter, and she can train them. And it's like so I know that part of the business is scalable. It's just a matter of getting me in front of people and then ultimately scaling the sales side, which is a whole other thing. But <laughs> Sure, sure. So we've talked a lot about tasks and what kind of tasks RVAs are doing. What, you know, what are the most common um, projects or tasks that you see um, your, your business owners that you're working with outsource to their VAs? So it's admin stuff is really what people are looking to get off of their plate, whether it's you know the appointments scheduling. Oh, my gosh. It's like... So appointments, right? Appointments are not a big deal if you're a little mom and pop and you're doing your thing and you have a couple appointments a week. But when you've got appointments that you're scheduled two, three, four appointments a day and on a regular basis, five days a week, and then they, somebody needs to reschedule. And then that becomes a job now to reschedule that appointment because it's, first of all, they're dropping off of there and can I fill that with anything else? And then where are they going to fit? Is it two, three, four weeks down the road? I mean, when am I even available? So I may have to, if it's important, right, it's a discovery call, it's a sales call, 
then I may need to push that up as soon as possible. Now that's going to bump somebody. So it becomes this domino effect mm-hmm. when it comes to scheduling and calendar right. management. So that's huge. For anybody who's at that level, that's a big one. That's, it's so time-consuming mentally. And, of course, you know, all the time you got to spend on the phone and everything else. Absolutely. I mess up every time that I schedule something. I schedule it like a Teams meeting when I'm supposed to be there in person. Or you could ask anybody. <laughs> I'll show up. One time I showed up to, to uh, my CPAs, and he's like, dude, this was a phone call. And I'm like, I'm at your office. He's like, I'm oh, at home. No. So, yeah, having somebody that, that does it over and over, too. Um, and just, what's that worth in your world? How much time? Drive I drive. Time. Yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like, and I messed it up all when I could have had somebody else just do it right the right way. You know, it's funny because when I first started offloading my calendar stuff, I, I felt a little stupid sometimes. Like I, I can just schedule the appointment, right? I don't do that anymore because it is—it's a calendar thing, right? I'm like, hey, I'm gonna have Leslie take care of that. I had to. There's an appointment popped up on my calendar. I don't do any appointments on Mondays after podcasting. There should be nothing there. But there's a three o'clock in there somewhere. It's probably my fault. But I'm like. <laughs> I t- have Leslie yeah. reschedule that because I don't do things on Mondays, and it's important everybody understand I don't do any appointments on Mondays. Um, but I'm not going to get in there and mess with this thing. So I have actually I don't mess with my calendar anymore. It's so rare that I do an appointment, and when I do, there's probably going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, you're going to undo all her hard work. I That's know. what you're going to do. I'm going to get in trouble, right? <laughs> and what's funny is because you have well, you have uh, Leslie, then you have Almira, and then you have Jennifer with my wife, right? So it's like there's layers in there. So if <laughs> Leslie does something wrong, Almira can catch it. Oh, that's oh, yeah. super nice. Oh, man. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. I worked at that, though. I mean, that, that didn't come overnight. Somebody checking the checker. The yes. reason why that's so important, too, is because if Leslie gets sick or something happens, yep. then now we've got backup, and I do. So there's redundancy in my operation now, which is a huge deal, too. Well, that's what's nice about scaling is it spreads your risk. If you have two people doing the same job and one of them's out, it means that you don't have to do that job. Because if not, if you only have one person, guess who's going to do it? For my social media, of course, we have a whole team, but then I have like an assistant director and then I have the director, right? So and it, it's like there's always going to be somebody there who knows what needs to get done and making sure that they, the employees are doing the things that they need to be doing. So redundancy is expensive mm-hmm. with outsourcing out, out of the country it brings it down to where it's a lot more manageable and a lot more reasonable. But that ensures my continuity of business, which is huge. There's a lot of advantages for business owners. So if you're listening to this, you better make sure you're getting his information down. So, Mark, how can they get a hold of you? And then where can they go to find out more information about your company? So Krukus.com, C-R-U-K-U-S.com is our website. Um, of course, you can reach our office at 210-960-8210. Um, if you want to get on the podcast, it's a different phone number. It's, it's 210-879-8804. Uh, for the podcast, we have a podcast team that runs that. And, and I mean, we got teams for everything, it seems like. Um, but yeah, that's the best way. To, I don't give out my cell number anymore because it, uh, you seriously can't get through my filter. He doesn't want to mess up the schedule. That's you, why, guys. Yeah. Do you want me to give it out? <laughs> I well, mean, you can't we even can. get through. Yeah. The only reason you can get through is because you're in my contact. <laughs> I, I guess I iPhone finally finally got up to speed on where you can't get through now unless you're on who's my your, contacts. Who's your provider? <laughs> Verizon, yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I would like to implement that. Yeah, it's so handy, dude. Yeah, it's like everybody could just go straight to voicemail. <laughs> and nowadays, the they change the voicemail thing now too. You can actually, when somebody's leaving a voicemail, you can actually see. I did see that. 
see what they're saying. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, maybe I'll pick up. Delete. Yeah, but thanks for the interview, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, this been- is awesome. We had a great time. We got to know you about you a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As always, uh, make sure you follow us on uh, our podcast. Uh, you can get to our social media and all of our podcast platforms by visiting our website, satalkradio.com. That's going to be it for us for this one. You guys did a great job. Thanks a lot. Thank hey, thank you. All right. Yeah. Have a great week. Bye, everybody.